Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Meet or on the rocks. It's the Sports Bar with Dainter and Battaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. I'm um, just trying to find ways to help help us be more impactful, help us uh, move the needle a little bit more, and just say our overall effort, our intention, uh, our aggressiveness, things like that. So it's, uh, you know, we need to be more intentional in that manner and stay more focused on that. Gabe Vincent in advance of tonight's game four in Miami. The Nuggets looking to go up 3-1 on the heat. We welcome in our coach. You mentioned it, Gino. Jimmy Patsos joining us in the sports bar. Jimmy, thanks for making time for us. Hope you're enjoying your spring. How are you, bud? Oh, it's always great to be on the show with you guys. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm loving it. I'm down here in Florida at IMG. There's like an all-star. There's an all-star camp down here. And, you know, the buzz is obviously the NBA Finals, the upcoming draft. And I said, I got to go do my favorite radio show up in Rochester. Hey, I'm sorry the Americans lost. I actually watched one of the games. You played the Hershey Bears mm-hmm. in a pretty tight oh. series there. But the crowds looked good. That's right. It was on NBC Sports Washington. That's right. They, they, yeah, they picked those are. games up. Yeah. No, it was it was great. Jimmy, we thought you were going to come up with the PGA Championship. I mean, that was kind of your crowd. Bayheim, Carmelo, everybody was. Uh, I thought you know, we would see it floating into town for the major. I'm kind of disappointed in myself for not making that, although it was pretty rainy the first two days there. But, um, yeah, it was a great event for you. And then Brooks Koepka won. And you saw what that – I really think that had a lot to do – with the live in this golf thing, like the way the PGA, while it was, you know, obviously it's always been a fantastic event, but you realize that you need the real guys out there. And, and you know, whether it's one through, you know, a hundred and your the tournament was really well run and what a great showing. But I think when Kepka won, it might've turned heads at the PGA and said, we need these guys back. So yeah. I think that was a critical thing that people look back to the PGA up there at Oak Hill and say that was one of the monumental moments in, in fixing this thing. Yeah. One of the many factors that went into the decision from earlier this week, Jimmy Patsos joining us here in the sports bar. And Jimmy, we got to talk about what's going on here with these Denver Nuggets because all postseason, I think we've been kind of reintroduced to a, a style of basketball that, that, you know, is just, it's effective. And Jokic just makes the right decision every time. And it's not flashy and it's not sexy. And they're winning. And we're bored. I, I, Jimmy, explain to me what is we're watching here because I want to love a player who makes everybody around him better, but I'm not excited about the idea of Denver winning a championship and winning multiple championships because they're a really good team. They're a really good team, and they have some depth. And Mike Malone, he went to the school Loyola where I coached. I didn't coach him, but he's a, he's a New Yorker that came to Loyola and played for Skip Prosser, and so we have some connections. And, He's been building this. They they did a really good job last couple of years having Porter and Murray out of maintaining what they were doing, you know, and that winning and 
And we saw that with Curry two years ago. Like, everybody was out, but they still made the playoffs. I think Denver, that was a big growth period where they figured it out. Like, this guy's so good, and now he can see what he can do passing from the high post. You know, he knows how to play the game, but he'll score. That when these guys came back, I think Murray and Porter watched and realized how good, like, wow, we really can do something special because we have a guy that nobody has. I mean, like, Wilt and Kareem were real centers. You know, I'll, I'll throw a name at you from the Buffalo Braves days is Bob McAdoo, who could yeah. score 30, 15, do a little of everything. He was sort of a forward that could do it all. People forget he was the last guy, I think, to average 30 and 15 and won the MVP award for Buffalo. But he didn't have enough guys around him, and the game was different. Well, Joker, now he's got guys around him. Jeff Green off the bench, Bruce Brown off the bench. Brown last night, that's the B-R-A-U-N from Kansas, shooting the ball like that. They have eight real players, but the guy that really, to me, that makes them go, I love Contavious Caldwell-Pope. He's KCP's not a load management guy. See, once again, their culture is Joker-based. And Jokic is, I don't load management. I owe it to the fans to play. I owe it to the away fans to play. Well, KCP's not a load management. And that comes through, the you know, that makes the whole team not want to load management. They just play all their games. They've done a really good job. Hey, they did win the West. And they're playing a team, the Heat, that came in eighth and had to win the play-in to go, you know, to get their way through this thing. But they upset Milwaukee. I knew they'd beat the Knicks because they're just deeper. But to beat Boston the way they did, and I, I know it went seven, but, you know, they took a commanding 3-0 lead. They're sort of the misfit toys. You know, they're a little bit like Jimmy Butler was picked 30th by, you know, Joker, by the way, was picked 40th. But Butler was picked 30th by the Bulls, and he wasn't a high-recruited kid out of college and, you know, out of high school into college. He had to go to junior college. So you have two self-made guys leading each team, but Murray and Porter are kind of all-stars, and KCP's close. And Jeff Green's been around, and Aaron Gordon. Where the Heat are kind of Lowry's on a little bit of the end of his career. Now he did win a title with Toronto, but the teams are very differently built, but yet they're kind of the same in that they're gritty, they're feisty, they don't have all these all-stars. They're not they're not prefab teams that my friend came over who's an all-star to play with me. So as a coach, I find it fascinating. As a fan, I really like it. I do know it's a little bit boring. I know it's not LeBron versus Curry. I know it's not, you know, Kevin Durant out there or Giannis Antetokounmpo and the flashies in the Celtics with their tradition. But it's great basketball. But I do like I, I like what it sends as, as I'm down here at IMG. We're an Under Armour property. We have the top 60 kids in Under Armour, and I'm going to tell them tonight. All, most of these guys playing right now are self-made, hardworking guys that have to get better and they got to play in the team game and they're winning. So it's been interesting to see what's going to happen. As you say, does that, does that going to create enough interest for the fans down the road? That I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to coach Jimmy Patsos, uh, as Jimmy, you know, I love you brought up about McAdoo, 1975, uh, Buffalo Braves MVP. We're having this discussion because Jokic, not getting the MVP this year, they give it to Embiid and look, Embiid had a nice season, but I mean, Jokic would have been the first three-peat guy since Larry Bird. I mean, when we look back, it's like, is this kind of a huge miss? Because are we underrating Jokic in that regard uh, for everybody that's voting on this thing? Well, I think it's the arrival of the Europeans. And also, look, he's Sabonis, and I'm an old guy. Sabonis was the great Russian center whose son now plays for the Kings. The problem was by the time Sabonis got to the Trailblazers, he was too old. He's that European guy. And it's slowly been seeping into the league. And then San Antonio was ahead of the curve with, you know, 
they had Tony Parker and Ginobili and those guys, but the European game, which is, you know, shoot them more threes, have a little more skill. If your best bass is a big man, no problem. They're not afraid to adapt. I think it is coming in. You know, Larry Bird was just a homegrown Indiana guy that, you know, him and Magic just transformed the league. They saved the league. They were two two of the greatest players ever. Joker was, I mean, they were picked one and, and, and one and two, right? The same, well, Bird had been drafted the year before with a supplementary pick, but number one. These guys, Jimmy Butler, the way he's kind of man-made himself into a great player, turned from a four to a three to a two, to Joker being the way he is, yeah. I think it's actually an interesting facet for kids out there watching. See, if I'm a young man, I like watching because I resemble those guys. Very few people resemble LeBron, Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Hakeem Olajuwon, even athletically, skill-wise. Like, these guys are like, okay, I'm a six-five, six-six forward. I'll turn into a guard like Butler. Or I'm a big man that can pass and shoot foul line jumpers and stuff. I'll be like Jokic and work on my game. I thought Embiid had a really good year. I just wish Harden's kind of a different guy. I like James Harden, but he kind of disappeared at certain points. I think Embiid, the Sixers, would have to look at Joker and say, maybe we'll build our team actually around Embiid, not just have him be our best player. But I thought he did deserve it this year, Embiid, for all he did. And Jokic, like you said, when you have other players on your team, his numbers are going to go down by an inch, but two MVPs is nothing to shy at. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, w- what do you do if you're Philadelphia now and you're Nick Nurse and you go in there and you've got the Harden dilemma and you've got Embiid who can't get past uh, the semifinal, the conference semifinals? I mean, it feels like Philadelphia is more thirsty than any other city for a winner on the court, yet they can't get over even with the league's MVP on the court. It's a great question, and, and, and let me tell you, there's a lot of talk. You know, I, I do some WNBA games too. I'm, you know, for the for the Mystics, I happen to be on NBC Washington. So you're around the, the, the executives of the Wizards. We have some, you know, we have two new guys coming in here, Dawkins and Winkler, who are our president and GM, and they're going to have to rebuild the Wizards, and they're definitely going to do a great job. Wes Unsell's a really good coach. We have Bradley Beal. I love him, fantastic player. But they have to decide you rebuild around him or what you do. Well, the Sixers were there a few years ago. Now they've gotten to the situation where they're in the second round of the playoffs every year. And that's very different because you have to be pleased going winning a series, going to the second round. Remember, they lost on a Kawhi Leonard bounce in three yeah. from the corner. Nurse was the coach. But now they want more. Like, like we want to, the Wizards, we want to revamp and start making the playoffs on a regular basis, which we should do. Great basketball town. Got a really good owner, good coach now. He got a star in Bradley Beal. They'll figure that out. Nick Nurse has a situation where he has an MVP. Tyrese Maxey's really good. I, I would probably let Harden go and try to get someone else to come in. I'm not sure if what the fit is. I know him and Doc Rivers. It's, it's publicly known they weren't great together. But what you guys bring up is whether it's the Knicks, the Nets, the Heat are actually involved in a lot of talks with Supposedly, a lot of players want to go there because they have cap room. What are the Suns going to do? Well, the Sixers, you have a big guy to build around. And then you got Maxi, a drafted guy, so he's a little cheaper for now. But where do you go from there? You have to get some players that fit around their beat. But I think Nick Nurse is going to be a really good coach there. Reed stepped it up is better. Do you keep Tobias Harris? I don't know about that either. Like, what do you try to get some new pieces around those other guys? Because Kawhi Leonard. You know, they traded him for DeMar Rosen, who's a really good player, but Kawhi Leonard helped the rest of those guys in Toronto win it. And, and, and they, there's going to be a huge trade situation. You know, there's going to be some big names. Dame Lillard's out there. You know, does he want to stay in Portland? Well, Philly's a place that's 
sells out every night. You guys know how that is. They sell out. Great tradition. Great fan base. And you got Embiid. You got Nick Nurse, who's a really well-established coach. I think that's, that new blood's probably good. I'm a fan of Doc Rivers. It was just it ran its course, which is quick in the NBA. You know, Budenholzer, Monty Williams, and Doc Rivers. The last three years, those were the three winningest teams. They had the most wins the last three years. All the coaches are gone because everybody wants conference finals and finals. And I think the trade market, I think the draft is going to be fascinating. But there's got some people that have draft picks and some guys that they can trade to say, can we get better quickly? You know, the trailblazers have to make a decision. But the Sixers are in a great group. I'm hearing from the streets. The Heat are going to make a move, which is surprising because they're right in the finals, but they're also saying, we probably need another star. The Celtics with Jalen Brown, what happened there, I don't know what they're going to do. But the Sixers are primed with Embiid to build around and Maxi. They have some cap room, but they also have, you know, there's, there's, it's the draft slash what's going to happen with trades. It's going to be a wild next month coming up because people want to get to the place where Denver and Miami are right now, and that's the finals. Yeah, I, Jimmy, I'm glad you brought up Damian Lillard because uh, maybe he does say, okay, I'm ready, and maybe Phoenix is one of those destinations that would be interesting. I just feel sad for Chris Paul. I always liked the way he conducted himself, and he's come close a few times, uh, certainly a couple of years ago. Is this it for Chris Paul, or could he land somewhere and actually have one last shot at this? You know, great question. I think he could go to the Lakers, for instance. He's got to have somebody like LeBron. He can't carry the load. He's not the biggest guy in the world. Loved him. I was in the ACC in Maryland when he was at Wake Forest. And then, obviously, like you said, to get OKC that far, he did really good in New Orleans. You know, then, then to get all the way to the finals in Phoenix and he just run up to Giannis. They've just, he's had a tremendous career. Is he going to go on that list? You know, with, like if Butler doesn't win it all, we all talk. It's obviously the first person everybody mentions is. Barkley's probably the greatest player to never have won it, you know. It's Chris Paul's going to be on that list of one of the greatest, but great guy, great competitor. He's great to the young people of America. He has his own AAU team he's very involved with and helps players, but I would like to see him win. Look, Gene, you guys know all this. This is about the number. If he'll play for $10 million, he can go wherever he wants, but if you want to get 40 or 50 and that's Harden's problem. You know, Harden could stay in Philly. They want him to stay. They want him, can you live on $25 million? Well, you know, if you're frugal, I think you can, but these guys want 50. And so, like, when you want those big numbers, you're not going to get the ring you want. You know, and Durant and Booker are easy to play with because they're both pretty unselfish guys and really good players. But I would think Phoenix probably has said, we've just, we don't know health wise if you can do it, and they want to win a championship. But if Chris Paul decides to take less money, that he can go wherever he wants. Now, this is, this is, this is what the NBA is a high price league for your stars. But you have to decide if you want to win. You know, I always it's funny you brought up Carmelo. I'm a huge Carmelo fan. Love him. But he wanted to be the highest paid guy on the team. Well, then you can't win it. And it's just not built that way. And, you know, unless you draft rookies. Because, remember, the salaries go up very quickly. But if you have drafted guys, they're cheap. Not cheap, but they're, they're, less, they're much less of a cap hit. And that's what the Celtics are going to have to decide. Can we win it with Jalen Brown? Like, I think the Celtics need a point guard. I think they should take Chris Paul. But once again, at 10 or 15 million, you love him. But at 25 to 35 or 40 million, he's, he's taking up too much of your cap when you're paying the luxury tax. It's a real interesting thing. I also think the Warriors are going to come back. You knew they couldn't do it again. They just, they're getting older, but Curry's really good. Clay Thompson wants to stay. Draymond Green, I don't know how they're going to handle that, but they're going to be a team that says if you'll take a little less, like Andre Agadalo did and Luke Longley did for the Bulls and 
there's, there's guys that have been around that have said, I'll take a little less and go win. And it's going to be really, which, by the way, Bob McAdoo, how he ended his career was going to the Lakers and accepting. They had a big article about how he accepted Pat Riley saying, you got to be the sixth man. And he won it in 82 and 85. He's got two rings. So I, I, I'm not counting out Chris Paul. I think he's a great player. But, yeah, I think they move on. Dave Lillard's a real commodity because he can just score so many points. He can carry a team. I think it's going to be a very interesting next month. And I think some big names are going to change teams. I do believe that. Jimmy, a lot will happen between now and the fall before we let you go. Let us know what your thoughts are on what's going on with the Orange. We, we know it's a new day. We know Adrian Autry's taking over. We know that Judah Mintz is coming back. What's your projection for what this Orange team could look like here once they start playing here in the fall? I'm a big Red Autry fan. I'm glad Jerry McNamara stayed. They kind of have the rest of the Syracuse family. And like Duke, Krzyzewski still has an office. I think Jim Boeheim's still going to be around a lot, but with the modern player and some new recruiting things. And, you know, the Orange is always going to be a team that's New York's team. You know, now Patino at St. John's is, makes it a little different. But Syracuse can't spell super without SU, baby, you know? And, like, I just think his son's going to come and play at GW. His son's a really good player at Optics. I know him. He's really organized. He's really a good coach. He's got a great tradition there at Syracuse. I think he's going to continue that. But I do think it might have been time for a little new blood. And maybe they don't have to play zone the whole time. Like, I'm really interested to watch his coaching acumen. Like, I don't think he's going to do everything that Jim Boeheim did. There's nothing wrong. We love Boeheim. He won the national title for a Hall of Fame coach for a reason. But it might be time to maybe press and run or do something a little different. And I know they're cleaning up the dome. You know, is the dome – it's not what it was when Pearl Washington there. It was the coolest thing in the world. It was on Big East Monday. No one had seen 25,000 people in a place. Like, Syracuse has some identity issues in general. Should they build a beautiful 8,000-seat on-campus arena and then just play a couple games in the Dome? Like, there's an ideological decision they're making there. But I do like that they hired Red Autry, and I like that Jerry McNamara is there. And Like I said, they'll always be one of those teams that kids really look at because it's just a cool school and they've got a great tradition in the fans. But I think Red Autry's going to put his own stamp. But on the recruiting thing, look, let's face it, Jim Beheim's old. I'm 56 and I feel old, so I don't even want to comment about Jim. But I think getting some fresh blood out there, but yet having Beheim in the ambassador role is a good thing. But I'm excited to see it. And, and it's time for Syracuse. They have to make some adjustments, and I want to see how they do it because it is an important program and it's a great program. Jimmy, we actually got a request online. Like, when are you bringing back Coach Passos? Actually, today. Jimmy, we, we love you. Appreciate your time today. And uh, let's do this again sometime, bud. Love having Love being on with you guys. You're the best. I'll check in. And uh, I really appreciate the time. Take care. You got it. Thank Jimmy you. Passos, our coach, joining us in the sports bar, Danger and Bataglia here on The Fan. No name drops, though, today. Well, no. I'm at, I'm at I'm, IMG Academy. I guess that's kind yeah, of like sure. A, yeah. No, it yeah. Was, he did well. That was that was. I mean, Jim, Jimmy never disappoints. Take, 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 yeah. take, take. Always. Yeah. I'll drink to that as on the way next. Speaking of takes. Yeah, more takes. Firing your way. Um, as uh, I have a thought here, Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy put out this question. Who will be this year's version of Geno Smith? Think about that. I'll give you his answer and why I agree with it. Also, the one thing that has gone viral in sports that needs to be shot into the sun. Okay. Have you seen this baby Gronk thing? <laughs> what, the dad that's... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> the worst. I always said when my kid was playing soccer and you go to the games and you 
watch the coaches and you entrust the coaches. And I think to myself, you know, coaching kids has got to be the most rewarding, awesome, you know, way to spend your time until you realize you have to deal with the parents. And then it sucks. Uh, Every coach uh, in Rochester's nodding with you I, right now. Yeah. I am going to share with you, as I give you a six-pack of best bets here in the danger zone, tonight's play in the NBA and the Major League Baseball diamond. Uh, this is, it might be the best betting trend in the world of sports happening right now in the NBA oh. Finals. I'll share that with you. And Trek did a nice little snapshot of Major League Baseball payrolls versus win percentage. Ah, nobody cares. Based on... Ah, nobody cares. Well, just going to throw it out there because... Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. The poor, poor Mets. More next in the sports bar. It's time for Aldrick to that on the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 